0: Good morning, dickheads! <laughs> Hello, welcome to the small gamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to the show. It's great to be The whole time before I was like, is that how I've started the show? I was like, look, my audience, they'll find it funny. It's podcast bros, hope you're well. Uh- I hate dickheads, <laughs> Love you so much. You're all wonderful people and have every okay to call me a dickhead in return. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, groty Wooty. <laughs> I apologise to all children listening. Uh, <laughs> good morning, welcome to the show. Afternoon, I guess in some places, evening in others. I hope you're well. I'm your host, Rob. Today I'm doing some more painting. I'm painting these wee hooses uh, is what I'm doing. And I guess we should probably talk about uh, those spicy leaks that we saw yesterday on the internet, uh, which will be a, a fun conversation as well. So that's what we're going to do. But I very rarely, well, not very rarely, like I appreciate the shows where it's just me hanging out with the Twitch chat. So I want to talk to all of you guys uh, just to see how you all are. Like you're my crew, uh, my extended fam, uh, my uh, bros from other Mos. Uh, and so I just want to see what you're all doing uh, it's afternoon where you are, thank you Coralden. Um I guess anything after midday is afternoon, I have been up all morning doing stuff uh, I'll show you what I'm painting as we go through and I just want to chat to you guys um, uh, you know the hobby room said we're not family friendly yesterday <laughs> we're not family friendly uh, so and that's fine uh, I don't want to be family-friendly. The thing is, is I don't really get a choice. I've said this time and time again. Because we have Nathan Prescott on the show. Like, like why... Like, I am tethered to him, Tom, Nick, Dan, who's not family-friendly either. James. I think James could be family-friendly because he's just such a treasure. Um, and I don't ever want to lose those guys. Like, And I'm going to ask them to not be themselves. And they are... Not fa- garden friendly, yes. Family friendly. I'm gonna say no. Um uh, yeah, uh balls to it, he'll learn the worst of the street, he will grow to won't he. Uh is this the AOS three leaks? We could talk about those. But before that I just want to see how you all are. Dive you what you're working on? Uh Mansard family friendly. No, it's not that bad. I just think, you know, there's a there's a certain climate around the co hosts and I think there's no point being shy about it. and there's loads of Garage Hammer there, family friendly. Yeah, there's loads of places for family friendly, that's fine. Why your family are watching Warhammer content with you, is the real question. I guess your kids have to. <laughs> it's daddy's time now. <laughs> dad's going gonna to listen to the mentally scarred adult man talking about Warhammer on the telly. That's what he's doing today. Um. Uh, uh, Warmaster Titan. Oh, Warmaster Titan. Oh, big model. That's fun. What's everyone else doing? Um, you're all nice people, though, and the girl in the hobby room said, "As such, thanks, jog. Uh, thanks to that hobby room lady, Kerry. Uh, we are nice people. We are nice people. Just uh, a particular flavor of nice people. Uh, we are robust. Robust is another great word. We're a robust community, healthy uh, as a group. Uh, which and you're all included, podcast bros. You're included, podcast ladies. You're included, YouTubers. I see you. I see you. moops, Noops. Noops. It is." I see you with your YouTube comments every time. Love you. Um, I'm cleaning up the Stormcast Store uh, birthday model while trying to escape from work. You've got that. Good. Uh, MJ, just kicking back today. Hope everyone is doing well. It's a nice day to kick back. In the UK, it's very sunny. Very, very nice. Uh, It's a Saturday. Restrictions are slowly lifting. Everything's looking very positive for us, which is really, really nice. Um, I'm painting up terrain, which has been really fun. Uh, yesterday I was working on. Uh, if you guys saw me tweet, uh, I tweet to save lives. I will. I showed a picture of me doing terrain maps for the existing battle plans. So uh, that's something I'm going to put into effect here for events. That they like all the the train will be pre-placed and it'll also have keywords on it for my terrain pack. Uh, so uh, you'll be able to. You know, you'll just turn up to the table. There'll be a little bit of card next to the table, and you'll know what's happening. And you and your opponent will don't have to have a discussion about it. It'll all just be there, set out in black and white, and super easy to use. And hopefully, even though I'm painting it, look really nice. Um, uh, I'm cooking curry and feeling hobby mare. K dread, come on, man! Like, there's new Wanderer stuff coming out soon. You got this, Hams fan painting Chaos Marauders. who they've have they got nipples on them? Is a the question because they're very. Chunky, aren't they? They're very, very chunky. Gimme, I'm painting Gene Sealer Colts. Phenomenal models. Phenomenal models forever. Especially like the acolytes and everything else like that. Um, uh, They're just the best. Just had my first haircut since September, says Malk. Uh, and first shave since lockdown. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks to Tweet Save Lives for donating a pound to the show. It's very much appreciated. Uh Chris says, Oh TTS TT Chris, what up? Uh looking after a new baby and trying to still work on a project house, keen to get back out of the hobby, but AOS 3 leaks have gone and taken a dump on my new army list building. Yeah, little bit of a, a troublesome time, I guess, for all of us, with leaks starting to appear. And of course we're all talking about uh Mr. Um the AOS List Labs uh leak video is I think what we're talking about. Um I think one of the things that we should probably discuss is is that, like, there's always that weird transitional time anyway. I've been feeling that that's, that that's sort of punishment, I would say, since Marathi. Uh, not punishment, that's the wrong word. It's a completely wrong word. I've been feeling that feeling. I've been feeling a bit kind of, like, list... I haven't really been very inspired to write lists because I know it's all changing. Because when you get into that kind of psychic awakening phase, and you're like, oh, okay, like, you know, what's my last hurrah? What's my last unit? What's my last kind of army list going to be? but it is all changing so you kind of look towards the future which i think has got what what got me interested about like in the surface that we play on because it's a nice kind of like 6 month window to kind of cuz it's going to be obsessive obviously when it comes out like obsessive getting involved in what it like you know what the what the different things mean like you know what the diff- the new units new points um not that i know or think that there might be new points but you know like sometimes there is in that situation so uh, yeah a list building malaise uh, is sometimes where it is, but then that kind of gives you opportunity to read all the other stuff in that kind of like six-month period. The narrative, which is fucking brilliant at the moment. Uh, again, I'm not really talking about it because I'm going to do the spoilers. But it's a nice time, but I always feel a bit of a ladies at that point. Um, uh, Bobbin, hello gang. I love the uh, the fight with Vince last night. <laughs> it, was a, it was a respectful disagreement between two friends, uh, I think is, is the right way to put it. Uh, and I appreciate Vince coming on the show um because we spoke about it afterwards and he said he said oh like it's always awkward going into enemy territory which i guess i guess the honest wargamer crew is but i would say that you guys are phenomenal as an audience and i want to thank you personally for being the audience for the honest wargamer because oh, it's terrible for a camera you can't see anything um yeah because obviously you guys like are willing to listen to people disagree healthily have different points of view and then like you know and kind of discuss it amongst yourselves and i think that that's that's great. You're not tribal. You're just you're just like analytical and you know, uh, make some jokes. And so I appreciate you as an audience, like deeply. Uh, so thank you for being you. You're great people. Um, can someone point me in the right direction? Uh, I'm, and I'm painting kangaroos. Hexneck. Uh, there's a YouTube link. Someone I'm sure will be able to put the YouTube link in the chat. Um, kangaroos are awesome. Really looking forward to those. What do you guys think of, uh, now you can see it a bit more, the kind of barn, the, oh, what's it called? This whatever this vibe is the red, the red house I'm going for red, um, uh, which I think is obviously this is before a wash so it's going to get heavily washed down, uh, and be much muckier. But I don't know what you guys think about that. There's also a lot of snow texture going on the base at some point uh, for the snow. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. I always bought uh, cake today after Vince's analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, hey, Ham fan, love you both. Uh, always welcome at bomb Dad Fight. Good. Uh, burning uh, Mouse Out. I like things. It's good. Uh, so, uh, who is it? Look- Hexneck, uh, if you're looking for a link, Smorgan in the chat, who is the, produ- who is the, the producer of said video, um, which has taken the internet by storm, um, uh, is your man. If you guys want to go and uh, check out that video, really well put together, actually, I think, as well. And maybe go look at Kings of War. Actually, was kind of my weird side note. I was like, let's go check out Kings of War because there was something in there about that um, uh, in his leak video. Uh, so the, the I guess the thing to discuss is what you know what Smorgon talks about in that video because um, there were some significant points. I think uh, maybe the biggest takeaway for me uh, was the no battalions in match play. Interesting. Uh, first emotional reaction to that was. Um, I don't like it. I was like, I hate that. <laughs> because I like battalions. Like, we've been doing shows on battalions for like several months. Uh, you know, me and the guys, we were talking about battalions and how fun they are and for theming your army and great for new people and they kind of produce like an identity. You know, oh, I'm playing Chain hosts. So you don't really even need to talk about like what's in the Chain host. Like, you already kind of know what's in the Chain host. Like, oh, I'm playing uh, Fire Slayers. So you're like, oh, like okay, I already know what's in there so It's Lord's of the Lodge. So, kind of like my emotional reaction was like a bit of sadness in that situation um but oh apparently there are universal ones oh yeah yeah, i remember that from the video yeah so the um the but then thinking about it they aren't very balanced are they like which is weird because one of the things i talked about before was for sub factions and artifacts to cost points because um i think uh what was the what was the point I was trying to make? Because I just read something really funny about Colonel Cavage. Is it a real story? Why didn't drop the info when he was here a couple of days ago? Damn, rude! He wanted the content for his own channel. <laughs> it's not. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, Oh wait, there's already a counter rumor that the battalion thing isn't true. Just to add to the spice. Okay, I haven't seen that YouTube video yet. Very excited because all of this really kicked off. Uh, to be fair, to Smorgon, all this really kicked off a few months ago with Grim Dark Live, an American YouTube channel, who said that they were getting their sources directly from Games Workshop HQ, which was uh, wild. <laughs> I was like, "That's wild!" Where they were getting so they were the pe- first people to drop the news about charge reactions, which I guess we could talk about more in a bit. Um, we're on, uh, but that's kind of where it goes. So now, obviously, uh, more and more of this. Um, is 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 piling out happened with forty k in the new edition as well actually um, but in that situation the entire thing was leaked online um, which was pretty wild uh, on uh, of all places the terrible four chan um, uh, what I, uh, so much tea spilled yes yeah, so much tea <laughs> um, but I would say that the battalions initial gut reaction emotionally distraught by it. Especially because I've been a key part of Age of since the inception. It's been a bit, right? But for match play, yeah, man, I can see why. Trogherd being the same price as Change Host. I know Pete was just saying that in the chat, um, and because sometimes, like, play touch Warband just defines the Slaves to Darkness book. And really, there are already two ways to really, or like, mess up War Scrolls inside of a book, right? You could put them in a battalion, which messes them all up like makes them stronger, like Playtouch Warband, for instance, like makes them have this insane ability across all of those units. Or sub-factions, where they get it as well. And so sometimes you take the battalion, you stick it in the sub-faction of your choice, like we've seen with change hosts going into different sub-factions, and sometimes the sub-faction really defines it, and then the battalion is just like, am I taking that inside that as well, like Mortex Shield Corps, like, you know, is it going in, is it not going in? I'm taking Barrack Zifflin, I'm taking the Spell in the Bottle, but am I taking Iron Sky Command or am I taking Iron Sky Squadron? Like, how am I, how am I playing it? And I guess there's a situation where there's the haves and have-nots. Because if you have a great battalion, you're laughing. You're like, I'm doing great. Thank you to Wolf Wargaming for subscribing. Or oh, resubscribing, second month in a, in a row. Um, uh, Tory Rob says, I think it's an intentional release like Apple. What the rumors, Tory Rob? Because I would love to hear this. This I would please inform me of this opinion. Um, but some armies don't ever have the ability to one drop. That's fascinating. So when you take that out of the equation, and everyone is now, and there there was some sort of um, uh, internal battalions as well, or something, or like some sort of like uh, general battalions, so like generic ones, so that everyone could take that, produces like a much more balanced game. Because everyone has access to the same set of like being able to drop your, your, your drop count down. So being able to drop your drop count down to the same is great. Like this really positive change. Because it means the haves lose stuff. And then the have nots gain something. And so everyone's on an equal footing. And so there's some great equity between the different armies. Which I think is a huge positive. And they've got the same opportunity cost to get the same bonuses so i think that's a huge positive like i honestly like i think emotional reaction like i've said bad but then actually when you cycle back and you start to think about the game really positive not a huge fan of seraphon getting lower drops (laughs) like if i'm honest but you know with the new edition we expect new points and and, and all other things which would be good um uh, I don't believe uh, in the no battalions rule because it sounds good, says Azrank. Fair. That's fair. Uh, Bathanos says no battalions and cat buffs is going to put a ton of pressure on the war scrolls not to be shit. You can wrap shit units in battalions and tons of buffs to make them good. That's kind of gone now. But that's great for the game, right? Isn't that great for the game? That you, an army can't do well because it can't rely on, like, minus four to hit or, like, just one battalion holding it together. Like, really, the slaves to darkness and war scrolls, could probably do with like a significant look at the points and also like their kind of inclusions because really it's the war scroll battalions that make them wherever they end up being and so it would be really fun to see them like re-looked at and then if you take battalions out of the equation it doesn't really matter whether or not they can go in that and I think that's a huge positive so actually like I'm into that as well um uh so uh, if the Battalion's rumour was true, then why release the box set that you can't use to some extent? Makes no sense from a business perspective. Uh it does. <laughs> you just sell it and then <laughs> like you you sort it. I mean, you can still sell battalion boxes. They're just narrative. Like, this is really we kinda like you put the pedal to the metal, right? Are competitive wargamers, or at least people who buy or make purchases to game with invested as much as maybe narrative gamers? Is there the same, like, disp- like is there same proportional kind of, like, split between them? And will, like, battalions be something that people are still really keen to do in narrative play and tell stories with? Who knows? Um, I, for one, am sick of all the narrative war games on my timeline. Uh, so it would be nice to see them kind of, like, separate out. So when I see someone saying, hey, you know, here I am r- running uh, this Playtouch Warband, or, like, sorry, like, uh I'm trying to think of... Uh, uh like nurgle's menagerie you know if they're taking particular slimux one uh which the narrative wargamers are all about they take that like probably too much like i'll be like okay god you're talking about battalions like thankfully it's not us match play guys there's not enough of us um it's got to try and keep that little bubble like safe from all the open play narrative guys this is a bit much um uh marks rock uh do you think it'll be like detachments i don't know so that's interesting i would be interested to see how it opens up armies i don't uh take some units as they mess with drops that's fair uh scrap battalions feels like a cop-out either spend more effort and time on trying to balance points rules or scrap a whole part of the list building process waggy 4k that's a great point um i guess it is a cop-out but it's a cop-out i don't mind them taking i don't think they have the skill sets to do that so thumb from me <laughs> like thumb Weak-tier armies need to get new books, not to cling to average battalions. It's ultimately better for the top-tier factions to have a broken battalions taken away. It's ultimately better for the top-tier factions to have the broken battalions taken away. So the lower-end books, yes, but it also means that there'll be that clear, um, that clear difference between those two uh, like, tiers of books, if you want, Pete. And then that's really positive, because then you'll get better books, in quotation marks a lot of people always say that I'm very critical but I'm very hopeful like I think positive changes mean positive effects I know that reality of my life proves that that's not the case all the time but I will never not hope stop hoping and we might end up with a better game I mean we've got a great game it's fun like I challenge anyone to point at agency and say it's not a fun game even if you've got to play Seraphon or Chain Chose like five games out of five I mean taxing (laughs) but it's a fun game man um uh uh, okay, if modifiers cap plus one, Cities of sigma are, and for sure free guild need update as every unit has plus one on the war scroll and their heroes do the same. But also doesn't that mean like that they fight against minus one quite well? It means people won't like uh cap um I like the max is minus one. I think that makes the math either easier eventually. Uh, and I think it makes the game safe. It means you end up with less non games as well. But well, it was minus four to hit, so I literally could do nothing. I've I've heard that, and I think that that's a positive that that doesn't exist. Like like I'm I'm pro that if that's the thing. Um, uh, removing points from retallians makes perfect sense as you're not paying money for those points. <laughs> that's fair, uh, uh There will absolutely not be better books as Darker and designed. Uh, there might be like, I like. This is the fun thing about Twitter where, like, I think a whole bunch of people engage with me but don't engage with my content, yeah? Is that, like, I'm hopeful that, like, it's better. Like, yeah, time and again, that's proven not to be the case. But that's not going to stop me being hopeful about it. Like, you're not stealing hope from me. Like, I hope it's going to be better. Like, I hope that, um, like, the game is even more fun. I hope that we all have more fun. I'm not going to stop hoping that. That's it. And I'll bitch when it's not. But until then, like, that's where I'll get disappointed. But until then, I'm going to be hopeful. Like, maybe it'll be great. Like, and that's, that's, that's how I'm going into it. Like, I'm like, let's go. And I did the same with 40k. I was like, let's get And, like, they did the app. And they did, like, a really terrible, like, release setup. And they did the terrain book. It doesn't, hasn't dimmed my fire for 40k. I think it's a great game. I think that there's some definite things that need to be looked at. Secondaries, etc. But we're in a really positive place. And like it behoves them to make a really positive gaming experience for us as customers so we can have a good time. And if we don't, we can just comp it. And we can just have fun anyway. It's our fucking game. So I'm fucking in. Let's go. Um, do we think that all buffs being kept at plus, uh, minus one, plus one, so only plus one to charge or cast, for example? Oh, great question. Do not know. Uh, very good question. Not sure. So if we take 40k as an example, it's plus one to hit, minus one to hit, plus one to wound, minus one to wound is the caps. I don't know if there's a save one, um, but it's not anywhere else. It's mainly on the to hit and the wound roll, not on things like casting. Uh, so I assume the, the, the cast buffing, it will still be a thing. Well, it'll have to be, right? Otherwise, you have to like re-roll, rewrite Nagash and Archon. Uh, Archon? <laughs> I've been listening to too many Americans. <laughs> it's Arcan. How dare you, or con. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say uh, I would say that like that seems to make sense if if you take that as a trend. Um, I wouldn't expect the same cap on castings, uh, at least not the plus one. It's not same mechanic. as to hit in the wound. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's where I'm at. I think don't, don't the battalion seems cool, man. Like if if it's going to be anything, like I mean, most importantly, if the rumours are true, priority roll staying is all I'm about. That's what I'm about, you know, mainly for Dan, so he doesn't have to change the name of the Priority Role podcast. I saw him say that today. That's exciting for him. Uh, I'm very excited for him. Um, But like, I'm into that. I think that's great. Uh, (laughs) It's really good. Like, I kind of worry for all the people that have used the name of the game, like AOS or Age of Sigmar, in their branding for their content creation channel, because... The minute that, like, I mean, it's never going to be changed from Age of Sigmar, I'm pretty certain. Like, but, you know, if it was, what are you going to do now? That's the question. Um, What our uh, question was, watching yesterday's show, says Calbar. So what issue with Dark Elder Codex that you mentioned? Uh, This was the first I heard about it. The conversation we were having yesterday, we were talking about books being broken up into different pieces and then resold. For, so, for, like, Games Workshop DLC, which, as people pointed out in the chat yesterday, isn't new and they've done it before. I think someone mentioned something like 2005 uh, with Storm of Chaos or something similar. So, like, not, like, the newest thing, but it seems to be, like, a new trend. Uh, specifically in 40k, uh, they released the Dark the Jukari Codex, later than they would have wanted, I assuming because of COVID and other issues, um, or the evergreen, or because of ninjas. I've seen a lot of rumours recently about what's happening against 2HF. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a pretty fun one. Tasty Redacted. Uh, and then, um, what else was the question? Uh, I lost myself, gents. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, dear. These shows on my own, sometimes. Not the easiest. Um, I just use other people talking for my thinking time. is my my main strategy. It's my main strategy. Uh, Warhammer (laughs) 1. Books on later parts. Thank you. Oh, my God. So, the Jukari book had an... I I think that's actually a different conversation, to be fair. Like, the Jukari didn't get a part of their book cut out, like we've seen the Lumina Realm Lords and like we've seen with Sinesh, where there was two War Scrolls and two models. And there might be more. I saw a rumour yesterday, because Age of Sigmar now is only rumours, always. This is all we're doing. Rumours only! Uh, (laughs) Please someone start the AOS Rumours channel, because that's way cooler. Uh, The, um... Uh... The rumour I saw yesterday was there new there are other new Sunesh models as well. A new Herald. Uh, because that's in Finecast. Um and then I also saw new Demonettes. Someone I think someone tweet me in it yesterday or someone tweeted it at some people, and I saw it. And so um uh yeah. That's that's what I was getting. Uh, please do, I am lost. What am I meant to do? Uh, <laughs> hey Adam. Uh right, so anyway. The point is, is with those examples, Lumineth and Snesh, what they did was they made a whole package and they cut a bit out or they just decided to release a bit later, whatever the situation. And then they broke them in half or three or seven. We don't know at this stage what the process is. And so you've kind of got DLC. Not really, because like, like Vince said yesterday, unless something's invalidated, then it's not a thing. But it is a business strategy, right? Like break your stuff up. So you like keep purchasing it. You keep buying into the process, which is our business. Like you talk about that. We did that yesterday. Don't need to do it again. But with Jukari, what they did was they just took an additional set of rules on top. So, uh, with Jukari, you've got the whole book, you've got the sub-factions, and you've got everything else. And then they've got their one of their sub-factions has been expanded out into kind of its own codex. It's, like, not that big, but big enough. So, like, with Space Marines, you've got Space Marines, and you buy the White Scars supplement. There is a Cult of Strife supplement inside uh, a DLC kind of thing called the Book of Rust. So, that's what's going on there. So, yeah. Like, we might see that. Like, we might see Stormcast come out, and then we might see... Uh, I, do I think... I think that they're probably going to do to Mar- Stormcast what they've done to Marines. I've said this before. Stormcast, then compendium books for more for more stuff, you know? Um, so you'll end up with, like, Hammers of Sigmar. They'll end up with their own kind of, like, uh, compendium book in addition. Because uh, they love an in-, in addition. So they're just going to stick it all over their game, I think, would be a thing. Um uh, my feet hurt. Uh, challenge myself to a 25 kilometer run with a 15 kilos rucksack. Lord win. Congratulations. I hope you're well. Um, it's rumoured they're bringing back square bases. I'm in. Um, isn't Book of Rust narrative play only? Coral it is not narrative play only. It's matched play. Uh, there is. Uh, it is a narrative book with na- matched play rules. Is what it is. Um, so, very much like Broken Realms. Same thing. Um, or battalions. Too soon? Too soon. Uh, way too soon. <laughs> uh, plus, uh, caps or minuses to hit and to wound? A uh, great. Happy with that, if that's a thing. Um, uh, yeah. Priority roll staying? Great. Love that. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Family? No. To be honest, I think we should all start playing Horde Armies and laugh as we can't finish our games. <laughs> <laughs> what if their books games workshop, are printed in china would they go digital says thordallium uh i think they're so actually uh i kind of got hoodwinked classic bit of gw work here um but i got hoodwinked because the marine book is made in england yes um right made in england however this is really important all following supplication uh, supplications supplements books um uh all of those words I need some more words for books is tomes thank you uh were were actually done in china so they kind of like hoodwinked us i was like oh they're doing everything in england now not that i have any problem with like any work being. i'm not in any way nationalistic at all like i don't give a fuck like burn all countries to the ground uh like but the um it being done in china it my only problem with china obviously is that they're like uh, a police state who are uh, committing a genocide that's my main that's my major problem apologies everyone just get that out there uh i don't think i don't think games workshop or a hobby i enjoy should be doing business over there but then probably everything i actually own is probably from there and i don't even realize so do you know what i'm a twat so there we go we've we've, we've fully circled that conversation so we don't ever have to have it in the comments um <laughs> that's done uh but i would say uh Uh, Yeah, I would say it's uh, it's awkward for them because obviously with the the Brexit and uh, COVID, it's been really hard to get stuff out of China. So they've not been able to get any books out from over there. Um, And then they've obviously moved to a purely book-based kind of platform. So previously when they sold their 40K books and they sold um, uh, their Age of Sigmar... Well, I don't know about Age of Sigmar yet. We're we're waiting on that, aren't we? But when they sold all their 40K books... I'm hoping Age of Sigmar... Because obviously the 40K strategy has been so bad that they don't do digital books. I don't know if you guys know that. Some of you may, some of you might not, but they don't do digital books. They stopped them. They previously did them and then they stopped them. So there's kind of the current um, like fear is that that's what they're going to do for Age of Sigmar. And that's not, that's not cool (laughs) if that's the situation, um, but we'll see, I guess. Throw your printers in the sea, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I think they are moving all to the UK, but I think it'll take time, given how long ago some of this stuff has been uh, printed. Corrigan, fair point. That makes loads of sense. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's not get into the production methods in China. That's not what I want to talk about. Uh, but I would like to see Games Workshop make some positive strides in that way, because generally they have a pretty like. Um, uh, positive policy and I, I, I think I even heard like things about them recycling at some one point which I thought was a positive so pro them um, uh, I prefer physical coffee but I don't understand why you wouldn't sell digital yeah that's fine like y- you give consumers the choice right you know uh, you don't just present all of your food oh, it doesn't matter uh, shouldn't all the concerns about new releases paradigms and such wait until COVID impacts are over says what does seems like it's been so disruptive it's hard to know what Games Workshop was done on purpose versus for COVID grievance say that that's a huge positive for them right they've been able to like hide behind COVID as a problem uh, for lots of different things however there are some businesses that have been unable to operate inside the the COVID and Brexit sphere that's been problematic to some businesses and some businesses have done very well like I don't know much about that although there are some good business analysts who are also into Warhammer who have written articles and done tweet threads about that and they seem to think that it's something very avoidable like, and it was something very plannable. However, I could be wrong. That's not my area of expertise. And therefore, I don't gonna, I'm not gonna put a, uh, an opinion out on it. Um, uh, I don't like digital content because Apple, Google take a cut. But they, yes, that's exactly why Scott Uh So yeah, they don't like digital content because Apple or Google take a cut. Yeah, they lose, what is it? 15, 20% to Apple or Google when they sell their content on there. And they just don't want to do that. They're like, why not just give us 100% of the money and to be fair like if they made an app that you could just buy it through and sorry the problem is the app has to be on the app store doesn't it um that's their problem so they're kind of locked in so they're like they're losing money on each book sale uh, and so now for 40k they haven't lost a penny in book sales other than people who haven't bought them because they're just they're just not giving x percentage to apple or google uh so there you go 30% to apple wow yeah, Apple owns the rails. It's a big problem, says Dan Don't. Yeah. I mean, Games Workshop, game-recognized game. Yeah, that's got to be the one. Games Workshop just like, hey, motherfuckers, you've got a monopoly. And then Google are like, what about you, motherfucker? You've got a monopoly too. <laughs> On the minis industry. Um, again, let's just call out Chris Metzen one more time. Uh, d- he doesn't deserve it. That's I put my hopes and dreams into Chris Metzen, hoping he would develop um, a big triple a miniature wargaming game uh and he didn't can we talk about that for a moment because i would like to talk about this forever like for all time is if i was at like in a business a bit like a business or a business guy or a business guy yeah um why wouldn't you look at games workshop's rocketing sales rocketing sales over like six years now seven maybe but nearly six and just go maybe we should get into that game that's a big money big big money like let's let's get in there it's like there's no other triple a game developer what a weird situation that no one else has gone they're making loads of money let's leave them alone let's never do that let's just let them let them be feels really weird um uh, yeah, but Kodawichi, because on the other side of the coin, you have War Machine Hordes, but I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about triple A development. I'm talking about big money, big advertising. Um... <laughs> Uh, Ramshackle Curtis by the way if anyone wants to uh, go and check out Ramshackle Games uh, is uh, one of the people so the TSN arena is on the second floor of a building the bottom floor downstairs uh, is part owned between a cu- different, couple of different companies one of those being Ramshackle Games Curtis is an amazing fellow who's actually designed from scratch a piece of terrain uh, sorry a board of terrain for the uh, TSN arena for 40k looks really good he's also like a very talented sculptor and has got some really cool models if you guys want to check out if anyone remembers uh, Nikos' dungers that he took to uh the sheffield slaughter in 2020 Ooh. um he designed all those so super talented guy uh really got his head screwed on and making super cool stuff so you check him out um uh, yeah that's that's all i've got to say on that uh star wars x-wing must have had big money so star wars x-wing was licensed out right like and it, star wars x-wing's big like they have like they had, like a world championships in 2000 little chris went to it chris jr from uh North, from ireland he went, and there was like a thousand people who played. Like a thousand people who played it. It's big. It's big. Uh, the bad part of that is they don't want to own the IP. I guess there's nothing to stop FF you losing the license. Yeah, like that's like because it was front, it was Fantasy Flight Games who did it. And are they a AAA developer? I guess they are. Um, uh, but high cost of entry. If you want to challenge their position, says Hams fan. But you could subsidize the high cost of entry, right? Like I feel that there are some like. There's some legs to that business. Um, I suppose you don't start as AAA. You start small, and there's plenty of small studios trying to get there now, says Halalex. Fair point. But that isn't really... Like, we'll take... I don't know if any of you followed, but I'll be very... Uh, can't wait to hide in that house. Garrison that house. Yeah, let's go, Matt Mallow. This will be a garrison. Um, so it'll be so fun putting some dudes in here and be like, can't get me. Um, uh, they spun a company for X-Wing and Legion. Yeah, so... Uh, They split up a sub-company. Nice! that would be interesting. Uh, The, uh... Yeah, the point I was trying to make was that they have just sold their Star Wars IP on, I think, or maybe it was just Legion. Interesting. Uh, 2.0 release, kill an X-Wing locally, then COVID put the Tombstone up, says T-Man Cash. That's interesting. And sorry again, that is Ramshackle Games' website. Go check it out. The, The point is, is if you guys followed football at all recently, um because I think this is kind of the interesting bit, is if you follow football, uh, sorry, English soccer, English soccer, uh, they the Super League you might have seen on Twitter, basically what happened was is a large bank called J.P. Morgan funded or tried to subsidize stealing, basically, uh, from another corrupt organization called FIFA, so it doesn't really matter, but tried to steal uh, all of the, well, not all of the major, some major football teams, and then put them into kind of like a, a closed circuit tournament, and, and then did it with billions and billions of pounds. So obviously they recognised that there was big money in there, and they decided that they were gonna they were gonna compete with the rest of football, basically, um, or steal parts of big football. I don't know, whatever. And I guess my point is is that, that like businesses recognise that there are other places to put business, and someone must at the at the moment be like those guys are just m- printing money they literally can't get enough stock to sell there has to be an industry here there has to be another one uh, aggression uh or aggression uh thank you for subscribing it's very much appreciated uh thanks to everyone who subscribes and is subscribed on the sport game of patreon or listens to the podcast or any of those things you're all great um uh, big network effects on the gaming community make new games hard to build, people play Warhammer because there are lots of other people who play with, says Hawk Doss. super fair point, really well made, I really hope uh, the Mets and RPG is successful, seems rather as fucks as Kodoichi also if they go big on the RPG front to generate the world, they'll have more content to pull for a war game maybe their strategy Kodoichi and do you know what, maybe a better version of what I was thinking instead of them just coming out the gate um, a foot football where is the snooker corruption <laughs> is it that- I don't know if this is true, because I don't follow Snooker at all. But isn't, like, the guy who, like, is best at Snooker, like, so good, he's, like, unstoppable? Isn't he, like, boringly good? Like, no one could beat him. Is that right? Am I wrong about that? I don't know. Uh, Ronnie, yeah, Ronnie O'Sullivan, that's the guy. Isn't he, like, unbelievably, like, so good, no one can stop him? Yeah. Um, uh, what the fuck is Snooker? Uh, snooker is what Canadians call Snooker, for some reason. Um, who watches snooker Okay, snooker talk (laughs) Uh, he is uh, 8th pre nerf iron hands codex in human form he is Neil Robertson is a massive 40k fan is he a snooker player wow Okay. Uh, so he's suggesting Games Workshop joins the European Super League. Says Leagues no what I'm saying is that there could be a competitor is what I'm saying that's all that's all I'm saying and it's weird that there isn't. I guess there is. I guess there is. But it just always feels a bit mom and poppy and not like big baller games. Do you know what I mean? I guess it's the same as, like, there are loads of amazing indie developers for computer games, right? That's great. And then just someone with some big money comes in and is like, boom, here's a big AAA platform game. I guess. Um. There is a Warhammer equivalent of Set Blatter. Is there? <laughs> is there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm really scared now because we're moving into sports and I have no, I feel very uncomfortable in this conversation. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what most of this means. It's really important. Um, There you go. There's a video uh, linked by Owen in the chat about Neil Robertson talking about 40k. So he's a snooker player, apparently. Um, Let's, there we go. Neil Robertson loves Warhammer. Is he a snooker player? Is so that what they look like? Man. That guy's gotta thrill, fucking thrill the ladies. Hey buddy, what you what you into? He's like, I'm really into snooker. And they're like, Yeah, I can kinda of see snooker, that's fine. What else are you into? I'm also into painting little toy soldiers. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> but I guess he's a real pro on the tabletop. Like this guy dominates tabletops. This is his whole shtick. He's like, get me a, a table at mid height. And I'm going to do some stuff around that table. Like, who knows what else he's good at. Um, uh, just get drunk and put some more sweetie so Thanks, Joke PLC. Will this be a good time to ask a quick list writing question? Eyeglasses, it's never a good time, so now's the right time to ask. One day in the future when people have seized the means of production, i.e. 3D printing, will i compete game switch up with crowdsource rules and laws But it's definitely well Snowflake? An interesting take. I do wonder if that will ever be a, a process, but it's, it's a thing. Um lol frontline game is what fifa says Grotty woaty <laughs> true uh i'm just gonna put that in there um takes his women on the table can't have sex on a uh can't have sex on a bed only the kitchen counter he's <laughs> all those people who like just sleeps on like wooden wooden beds um Fantastic with angles. Like, fantastic with angles. And <laughs> we write this Tinder profile. Fantastic with angles. Great on a tabletop. Um, <laughs> uh, really good ball game. Who knows? Uh, Tomby, I watch a YouTube video where someone has made a cheating pool cue that automatically knows how to pot the balls. What? That's amazing. Um, I keep hearing croaky woaky. Uh, <laughs> Do you? Why? Uh, man fantastic with angles is a good Tinder profile shout. Yeah. <laughs> that is good. Real gamers do it on the tabletop. That's true. I'm building six Gorgonters' eyeglasses for what will be a 2,000 point Iron Jaws list and I need to know whether it uh, would be better as one unit of six or two units of three. Um, I would say, a un- it depends on what you're putting in. Big war a big unit of six is like terrifying. Um, but one of the problems you have with gore grunters to some degree is you buff them up and when you buff them up with a war chanter they're incredible they're pretty good anyway but they're amazing uh then you fly them forward and they smash the problem is is then they don't have that buff unless you can get the war nearby or you can get them within range of the war later on for the buff to continue they're also their bravery is fairly low so unless you have a hero alongside them if they lose like three of the six they're in a bit of a big problem never run 12 never run 12 i've done it don't do it It's a mistake. But there's a good argument for threes uh, and sixes on both sides. Um, And so really, you've got to choose what the rest of your list is going to look like. I think two units three is probably better than unit six. like All said. Because it just gives you a unit you can trade with quite nicely. It's not a huge points investment, but a War Chant a buff will take them and they'll push in really hard. Really, you've got to ask yourself, though, can you deal with some of the big prevalent threats out there? Can you deal with, let's say, uh, an Archeon, I guess? Yeah. Or some of those other things. So yeah, I'd say two threes probably is the right call. Um, uh, what is my charge reaction to the Ares V3 rules leaks? My charge reaction is uh, whichever the one is you stand in, you get plus one save. That's what my charge reaction is. Stand in, plus one save. I'm just like, let's buckle up, boys. Because um, new edition is really fun. New editions are very fun. If no one was here from the flip from one to two, we had huge rules changes. Summoning became free that was massive command point stacking became a thing that was huge um what else um, your general couldn't be the only one who did command abilities that was big <gasps> um uh inspiring presence became reactive it used to be you'd buff up your unit, unity be like lads you're really brave off you go and they'd be like let's go fucking let's go son and they'd run off yeah, you'd be like, that unit's Inspiring Presence, and then your opponent would ask, which unit's got Inspiring Presence? You'd be like, this one, and then they just attack the other unit. <laughs> Every time, which was rubbish. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, guys, I hope you're well. Um, um, uh, can you remember Old Portal, though? Fuck me. Oh, my God. I do remember Old Portal. The worst. Uh, that one was so bad. Um, n- n- no problem with eyeglasses. I hope that helps. Um, uh, question is uh, yeah yeah so miss everyone I th- yeah. good so that's where I uh, like I think it's an exciting time I don't think this is a time to be upset I think anyone who's trying to measure their current army versus what the rules in the future will look like is is in the wrong place because there's so many changes like that will happen that we don't have any idea about could it be that like all the points are going to change probably like that's probably like if i was to give that a percentage guess like high like 75 80 i think that we're going to see like some significant if not like a ghb and a whole new set of points put out for everything so that's gonna as you all know that changes your lists around anyway um and i think is is fascinating and uh, uh and if that doesn't happen you know um know uh, i don't know man like it's a new edition as well like let's be crystal clear about what they want to do they want to do a new edition and then sell us all the books that we bought again and some new books so anyone who's like i really want to hold on to my three-year piece of chaos book you're not going to get the opportunity to you probably won't get the opportunity to hold on to your seraphon or your zinch book either from a year ago because inside that time frame of three years which is what they do they do it for 40k and they're doing it now for 80 it seems to be their process you're gonna have each one of your books re-released with maybe multiple copies of that book. Basically, apparently now, like half a book, another half a book, three quarters of a book, uh, a pamphlet that goes in your book, and then an in-additional card-based book, um, and then some sort of like terrain for just your faction book. Who knows? A lot of books though, loads of books, so many books. Um, <laughs> um, uh, do you think the orcs are gonna get the same primaris treatment? the new boys are the same size as a knob uh do i think uh, Uruks? oh you mean 40k orcs yes they're gonna get bigger i'm definitely vibing on that um if i stick with aos after 3.0 it will be the first time i've ever stopped games workshop after an edition changes prop joe quit warhammer's fantasy battle third to fourth quit space marines first to second prop joe i'd suggest you do man like and my reason is is because the community is phenomenal like and re- well my part of the hobby and the part I talk about that I'm most excited about has kind of been gone for a while. But shout out to PASC, um, uh, Owen, uh, the organisers from the Battle of Copenhagen, um, uh, Adam Mumford, like all these guys who've, who've done tabletop tournament organising. Pete and Cabbage, who are doing it for the Ones Gamer crew, like to keep that gaming thing alive over the past like year. But my, my hobby and the hobby I talk about, and when I say Warhammer's great, really what I'm talking about is hanging out with your mates at events. That's what I'm really talking about. Like, it's cool when your mate comes over and you play a game. Like, that's wicked. Like, but I can just hang out with my mates doing anything. Like, you know, and playing Warhammer with them is really fun. But going to events is, like, just a pitch-perfect version of it for me. Like, and so when I talk about it, I am I I am a bit biased because there's no way I won't have fun. Like, and actually, when the game's fucky, it's more fun for me because I just think it's hilarious. Like, yeah, sometimes I used to get pissed for you guys. Like... But I can't keep getting pissed for you guys. You've got to get pissed for yourselves. And if you don't get pissed for yourselves, then fine. Let's just have some fun with it and like, have some, like, who knows? Maybe they'll make no summoning free. Thought about that? Has anyone p- put that rumour out in the world yet? What if summoning no longer free again? Legion of the Gash, Nighthorn, uh, OCR Bone Reapers, yeah? Do you forget the fact that you just get free shit? No. You can pay points for it, you bitches. Like, <laughs> like everyone's like, this is fine. This is fine. I'll just have these ten blue horrors. This is fine. It's not fine. Yeah? awful idea, look at you, <laughs> awful idea, <laughs> <I didn't... laughs> but when it was suggested, man, let me tell you, let me give you a history bit, Age of wants to two, they're like, free summoning, it's like, that's so dumb, and they were like, lol, Legions and the Gash, bring back a whole unit every turn for 360 points, and somehow, man, somehow, that's not even good anymore, bring it back whole units you can still do that it's insane like if they release that as a war uh, as a, a battle tone tomorrow if i was like right new battle tone for whatever squippos you know whatever you wanted yeah and i was like they've got a command ability that allows them to return a whole dead unit every turn you'd be like that's dumb as shit dumb as shit but he's there and he's not even popular it's not even. But at the time, they were like running at like 12, 13% of the meta. They were like taking out tournaments. People were like, yeah, so I won a couple of tournaments for Legion of the Gash. A pretty big deal over here in America. you like, what well, are you? It was that hard. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, free summoning sells more models. Maybe it does. I don't know. Do you remember the event? Let's talk about it quietly. Do you remember the event where they made you bring another version of the unit or model like if you killed a unit you weren't allowed at a certain event to resummon the same unit and actually had to bring along another whole unit don't want to mention the event by name however it sold out and it was a thing and that's wild as shit <laughs> that's wild as shit uh, imagine you went to that what would you say they say. Anyway, I'm sure people know. Um, Oh, wait. Yes, says Owen. James Boots built and painted five scar blood wraths, and each one incredibly more covered in blood. What a legend. I mean, great opportunity to do so. It was also held inside a store. This is also an important point. Um, But, personally, I would call bullshit on the community. Like, if I was in that community, I'd be like, no but that's what free summoning was is my point so like and kind of to bring it back to my initial point is if you're upset about what you think is uh might be going on at the moment yeah then just chill because like yeah maybe some of it will be fucky but the game's always fucking man it's always a bit fucky so let's just enjoy the ride make memes That's what we do we make memes and we have fun that's what we're here for um uh uh (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't think the idea caught on community-wide. I think it was generally uh, lampooned to some degree uh, as an idea, as it should be. But, you know, really handy that obviously uh, there was a store available uh, for said event. Um. Uh, <laughs> anyway, summoning's, summoning's a good time. Uh, Somebody's a good time. Uh, now. Uh, and Do you know what? Summoning now... Is part of the conversation when me and Owen, let's say, or any me and the guys, when we talk about army lists, because it, it kind of dictates the tempo of an army to to a degree now. And I'm not against it. I think it's a really cool feature, if I'm honest. Like it's um it's pretty fun. No. Like, um uh deviant dot Rob, do you have any insights on that besides Brexit and COVID and international supply chains being fucked? No, I don't. Uh, I've heard a range of things. One of the major, deviant dark. one of the major things about Games Workshop supply chain, just really quickly, I don't really want to talk about uh, any of this, like, really, but one of the quick things is the ERP integration, there we go, uh, was the issue, uh, which is something to do, I, again, never worked in a big business. I have worked at Games Workshop but like, I worked in the media department slash community team, which is basically, like, four chuckle fuckers doing, like, whatever they want. Um, so I don't really know what ERP means, but apparently that's, like, a big deal, for like transitioning all your business from one part to another part i don't imagine there was ever a point ever in their business strategy where they did that and they shut down production for several weeks which they do or a couple of weeks at least which they currently are in the process of doing so uh like maybe they're fucked i don't know like they're not long-term fucked because they got bags of cash mountains of money uh to quote um uh, to quote my uh, good friend uh, Val, they they don't even own any debt, which apparently is really dumb, because money is cheap. Don't agree with anything that I just said there. But, uh, yeah, so it's going to be... It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. Um, uh, first question uh, to ask against any opponent with summoning is what their summoning pool is. If they want to recycle units, just don't kill them. That's really fair. Um Enterprise resource planning. Thank you, I'm a good dean when honest. uh Nigget thinks it might be erotic role play. <laughs> two very different <laughs> members of the audience there. Uh, if playing change Chain shows, how many blue horrors do I need for each 10 pinks? Do you wipe all the pinks and have 20 blues at any point? Yes. Yes, there could be a point where you have exactly 20 blues and no pinks. Uh, so yeah, you basically need two blues for each pink, and therefore a brim for each blue. if that works? Uh works? They do have Scrooge McDuck money, so they're going to be all good in that situation. Uh, if playing, uh, I would be interested to see free summon only as once per game war score, but an interesting get gamble of summon early or risk dying. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's the scope of the game, right? There's loads of places to take the game. That proposed charge reaction is super fun. Because, number one, it kind of like is a nod to Warhammer Fantasy Battle. I think I saw Smorgan say this in the video. Like, it's a bit of a nod to old boys. Like, do you want to come back to play Warhammer? Do you want to stop playing Warhammer Fantasy Battle and come back here? Not forgetting, of course, very importantly, my aforementioned video where Games Workshop are furiously, Citadel specifically, so non-Forge World, specifically furiously raging against the reintroduction of the new world, of the old world, sorry, coming out of Forge World. Really important. Yeah, I don't know if that's a true thing, but like my 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 guesswork is is that they're like we're going to make this as close to or resembling so we can get back that audience and we don't lose anyone to the old world, which is why we talked about the rumor of Bretonian Stormcast. Like that was a a rumor that came out like so, Stormcast is going to be more Bretonian esque. Anyway, fascinating stuff. Uh, uh, Alarion's Law. Is this a horror's talk or snooker? <laughs> um, uh, the Register have an article on their ERP. Oh, the Register have an article on their ERP problem. Sounds like they may have tried to do it themselves on the cheap, app start and got fucked up royally, says Scotty, uh, They've since spent a lot of money trying to fix it. Yes, correct. I don't know, Scotty, if you have the link to that so you guys can put it in the chat. If anyone's interested, Divint Docs specifically who asked the question, if you guys want to go read that. Um... Uh, I heard that too, integrate a new ERP system, which seemed to be incredibly complex on a company that level, and it seemed that, like, everything they tried to do it themselves, royally fucked it, and take a new third party on board to sort the clusterfuck. What a shock. Uh, they didn't hire the professionals to do the professional job. But, thankfully, they are the professionals at making minis and making Aida Sigma and 40k, which is all we really give a fuck about, to be honest. Um, and you can just, like... there we go thanks scott b for the chat uh for putting that in there that's really helpful i will tweet that out because it might save humanity it's been lovely talking to you guys i don't think i painted loads but uh this is the third board i've nearly finished which is really fun um a little bit of a like an update i'm painting a board or i will be painting a board really fun i painted out a Colosseum, so it's like a circular piece which is really cool so it's been printed out Uh, but with wooden stands i'll show you next time i'm on stream like which will be tomorrow or something but it's like wooden uh kind of like palisade around it which is really cool inside that i'm going to put two giants fighting that's going to be a piece of terrain non-garrisonable that'll be uh, impassable terrain because no one wants to get near the gladiatorium thing that'll be 11 out of 10 really looking forward to that um yes that's right matt you got it uh, hey Jacob Berry, ERP are typically a system for long term automation efficiency and transportation, particularly when they are really tough in the first month or four. Oh, thanks JP, thanks Jacob Berry, It's really lovely of you um, uh, uh, Ah, that's what I was told about, I had no idea what they meant, Games Workshop server rooms are a mess There you go, there's the answer Right, well, listen, it's been lovely uh, Will you be talking about Night horn Yes, on Monday show, that is what we will be talking about, we will be discussing the rest of the Broken Realm stuff we didn't discuss the other day uh, so it's gonna be really really fun uh really love talking to all you guys thank you very much for being here thanks for listening to the podcast thanks for listening to the show thanks to be part of um yeah just thanks to all of you we're all great i'll be live again with dating tomorrow i'm pretty certain tomorrow is yes it's the last sunday before the end of the month which means we'll be looking at all of the new uh ranges coming out from the different 3d designers which will be really really cool so uh the different designers from different patreons and other stuff they'll be doing all their new releases so it's kind of like a reveal show i guess it's the Other Miniatures Reveal Show, .tm, .c, to be branded at some point, who knows. You're all great, look after yourselves, thanks for being here. Oh, let's go raid someone, I forgot about that. Um. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's go boys, and ladies, of course, if anyone's watching. Uh, 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 Oh, other cool, we'll talk about that on Monday. I was just going to say, there's been some cool announcements, hasn't there? The uh, AOS Six Nations is coming back, that's very exciting, looking forward to that. Um, there's some there's some cool announcements out there for events. Looking forward to it. Uh, so, what, let's go find someone to raid. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, there's loads of people watching today. It's a Saturday, I guess. Oh, Hexdex, thanks for resubscribing. Um, that's super cool of you. Um, oh, let's go raid Forks oh, She's our babe. Yeah, she's great. We raided her before, but she's the best oh thanks jacob berry for donating five gift subscriptions you are lovely what a nice guy if anyone wants to check out jacob's uh podcast it's called the rage of sigma that too is not family friendly as a podcast uh but it's a it's a great place to go so uh you should go listen to him uh he's also one of my pals so there we go uh we're doing a raid love you tut loads touch you soon